Recap. Good morning and welcome to your Roy Rooters podcast, your hub for your nine-time World Series champion, Boston Red Sox, your six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, your 17-time NBA champion, Boston Celtics, your six-time Stanley Cup champion, Boston Bruins, your 11-time national champions in football, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, and your 51-time Scottish Premier League champion, Celtic football, your six-time Chelsea, your six-time English Premier League champion, Chelsea football, your Gonzaga men's basketball team, your Wright State baseball team, and your five-time national champions in college hockey, the Boston College Eagles. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, also known as the T.O. Junkyard Dog, also known as the T.O. Schwiggins, and you can't change that. All right. We got some week of news. A little bit short news, but we got some news. All right, let's get to it on this Martha Luther King Day. All right. Let's see. Where do we left off? So it almost kind of looked like on um, Sunday, it looked like the Celtics were going to play the Miami Heat but be undermanned. But then on um, Sunday, well, I meant then, well, we'll get into it a little bit too. But Sunday, but then Sunday things change, and we'll get into it in a little bit. But first, let's talk about Gonzaga men's basketball. So they played Portland on, or on Saturday night, and once again, it wasn't even a close game. It was a blowout for Gonzaga. As they win this one, 116 to 88. Let's see, let's go over the box score. So yeah, they basically just steamrolled over, over Portland. Dude, come on! All right, all right, we're Portland. Here we go. All right, so you're um, basically here. You go, here we go. So your uh, top performers, uh, Drew Timmy with tw- Drew Timmy with 26 points, uh, Antoine Watson with 23 points, um, Corey Kitzberg with 14 points, um, Joe I Joe I or Joe I A with 12 points, and then um, Julian Star or Strader with uh, 12 points. So, yeah. So, the Gonzaga's Bulldogs are still undefeated at this point, 12-0, and 0, and still number one in the nation. So, very good, very good. And then, let's see. And then next, um, up, and okay. uh, Chelsea football played uh, uh, Morecambe. In the English, uh, English FA Cup, uh, third round fight or third round, and they basically just blew out Marcom as they win this one for nothing. So very good. So let's go over that. All right. So here we go. So basically, goals from uh, Mason Mont with eight in the 18th minute. Then Timo or Timo Vonner in the 44 minute. Column Hudson Odie um, got a goal in the 49th minute. And then Kai Havert got a goal with in the 85th minute. So pretty good. So that's where your final score would be. 4-0 against Mark Cam. 
So very good as it take care of business again and get back to their winning ways. And then here we go. Here is the news that we needed for the Celtics and Miami Heat game. So it was reported that the Miami Heat for uh, uh, per uh, Shams uh, Sharmana, uh, Athletics uh, NBA uh, writer, he said that the Celtics and Miami Heat game for Sunday night was postponed. A Heat player um, has returned an inconclusive test and or had in return and conclusive test teams did not or and team did not or teams did not have required eight players to proceed with game with the game on Sunday night due to contract tracing. All right. And then Boston College played against uh New Hampshire and they basically won this one and got payback for a the previous night's game against New Hampshire as they win this one four to three or three to four three to two. Alright, we'll get to it. Come on, let's go. All right, so here we go, the box score. So basically to begin with, uh, Casey Carew got a goal for uh, BC to make it one nothing Eagles. Then a power play goal by New Hampshire made it 1-1. And then um, Mike Hardman got a goal to make it 2-1 BC. And then a power play goal by New Hampshire tied up 2-2 again. And then Mark McLaughlin basically just took the lead with uh, 25 seconds into OT for the game winner. 3-2 as they win your final score and still remain. And at this point, uh, the Boston College Eagles were 6-2. and two, So they got back to their winning ways. So very good. All right, and then... Get into um then the uh, or uh, Celtic football had a uh, player that uh, was out with COVID or tested positive for COVID, Christian Julian. So he basically was out, so he was wouldn't be able to play this week's games. And then uh, um, Bill Belichick basically got or basically received a award for the president or for the presidential medal of freedom. But we'll get into why he did not accept it in a little bit. Yeah. Or get into, or basically, yeah, so we'll find out if he really did accept that award or not. Tuesday's game against the Chicago Bulls, or Celtics and the Chicago Bulls, was postponed too because of COVID reasons. All right, and then Celtic football played against the Hibernians, and yeah, it wasn't really great. So the game ended in a 1-1 draw. So, yeah. Yeah. So 1-1 draw, so not really great. So we get into it now. So so nothing really much. The only goal by uh, David Turnbull and um to make it one or the was the only I can't talk. All right, so Celtic did have a goal or uh did lead one nothing thanks to a David Turnbull goal with the 80 sec with 
the 82nd minute. And then with basically time winding down, Hibernian got a goal with the 90 minutes and one plus one minute or plus one or extra time to go. So, yeah, so Celtic could have gone out with a win against Hibernian, but yeah, the goal, Hibernian goal in the final minute of the game, basically, yeah, just, yeah. And that kind of does hurt us or Celtic football as they uh, basically lose a point because here's the thing about uh, ties. They're not really win losses, but at the same time, they could affect you if you tie, basically. So you could lose a point if you tie kind of deal. So it is kind of like losing a little bit. Yeah, so that's why they kind of do, yeah. So, yeah, that's why ties aren't really that good. All right. Bill Bet. So B here's what happened with Bill Belichick's uh, presidential medal of, medal of freedom. So he decided not to accept it. So here's a statement that he said, I recently have been offered the opportunity to receive the presidential medal of freedom which I was flattered but flattered by out of respect for what the honor represents and the admiration for prior um, recipients. Subsequent, the tragic events of last week's occurred and the decision had been made not to move forward with the award. Above all, I'm an American citizen with great reverence to our nation's values, freedoms, and democracies. I knew I also represent my fa my family and New England Patriot and the New England Patriots team. One of the most rewarding things in my professional career, career took place in 2000 or 2020 when, through a great leadership with our team, conversations of social justice, equality, and human rights moved to forefront and become actions. Continuing those efforts while remaining true to the people true to the people team and country i love outweighs the benefits of an individual award right with doing that he really did uh, get a lot of respect from his uh players yeah by doing that so yeah that was for some reason was the right thing to do especially what happened after in the capital the past few weeks yeah so we'll move on from that so jason tatum did receive uh, honors for bet or Eastern Conference Best Player of the Year, so very good, awesome. After his performance last week or the following week against uh, um, the against the Toronto Raptors, scoring forty points, so very good, so awesome. All right, and here's another honor that uh, the Bruins will retire Willie O'Ree's number twenty or number twenty two on February the eighteenth. Will and you don't if you don't know who Will Reed is, he's basically kind of the Jackie Robinson of the NHL. Basically, was uh, drafted and signed by the Boston Bruins, and basically has the honor of being the first African American to play in the NHL. It is kind of surprising that they took this long to retire his number, especially since he is kind of Jackie Robinson of the NHL. I don't know. May, it's maybe the fact is that. He didn't play that long with the Boston Bruins. That could have been it too. Yeah. But it really at this time, it I mean at this time, it really does uh it is really great that they are now deciding to retire his number. But it is kind of weird that it took this long to do it. But for now or but now 
What's done is done. They're finally going to raise it to the Raptors, and it's probably going to and it's going to be up there with numbers like Bobby Orr, Ray Borg, Cam Neely, and uh, Phil Esposito, and a lot of them. And hats off to Willie O'Reed. And then Wednesday's games against, or when, or Wednesday Celtics game against the Magic has been postponed. Five straight days they did not play a basketball game, and because of COVID, and a lot of people were out. Jason Tatum was out, Jalen Brown was out, a lot of people were out, and they were kind of thinking that this roster. Let's go back to that roster again, or that roster again on Sunday night. What it would have looked like. Here we are. So at point guard, it been Jeff Teague, Peyton Pritchard, and Tremont Waters. Shooty guard, Marcus Smart, and or Marcus Smart, Carson Edwards. Then small forward, Aaron Neesmith. Power forward, Daniel Tice. And then your center, Taco Fall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> per uh, Keith Smith of the M- or Boston Globe NBA. <laughs> I should have just, we should have just had that line. We should have just ran that lineup just for giggles, just for giggles. Yeah. But then news broke out on Thursday that the Celtics would play the Orlando Magic again on Friday. And, yeah. So, yeah. So, because they were going to play a back-to-back anyway on Wednesday and Friday against the Orlando Magic. So, I mean, kind of works out. So, good. And then the Boston Bruins played against the New Jersey Nev- New Jersey Devils. <clears throat> To open up the 2021 season, and they did kind of blow the third pe- or blow uh, the lead in the third period. But in the end, the Bruins win a shootout. As your final score is three to two in the shootout. So awesome, very good. Let's go over the score box score. First game without a uh, Sedano Char. I did see him in a. Washington Capitals jersey, and it just did not feel good. It did not feel good seeing them in another team's jersey. Just didn't. But here we go. No, 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 Basically hit a uh, goal with 17.40 into the game. So very good into the first period. So one nothing Bruins, then nothing in the second. And it looks like, okay, the Bruins are going to, yeah, they're going to take this, they're going to win this one. But then New Jersey scored a goal to tie it up with eight minutes and 51 seconds into the third period. Uh, the Bruins took it right back with a Nick Ritchie goal, power play goal. So very good. Oh, yeah, we said the Brad Marchand goal was a power play goal. We forgot to mention that, yeah. So, 2-1, 13 minutes into the third period. And then, once again, New Jersey took it right back, tied it up again with 13 minutes and 46 seconds into the third period. 2-2, tied score. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't turn that off. And then, nothing overtime. And then, basically a shootout, and that shootout ended as Brad Marchand hit the goal to win it for the Bruins. Your final score, 3-2 to two Bruins, as they increased their lead to 1-0. So awesome. Very good. Way to open have opening night. Yeah. Way to start opening night with the win. Then Gonzaga played Pepperdine. And once again, 
it kind of almost looked like a little bit that they could get the upset, but in the end, uh, Gonzaga basically blew them out again in the end. And your final score as Gonzaga 95, um, Pepperdine 70. All right. So your box scores or who your top our top performers of the night were. All right. All right. So here we are. So my top performers drew Timmy with 20 points. Or wait, no, hold on. Corey Kitzberg with 23 points. Drew Timmy with 20 points or with 20 points. Um, Joe IA with 19 points. Uh, Jalen Suggs with 18 points. And then um, Antoine Watson with six points. So very good. So awesome night. And they increased their record to 13-0. They are still undefeated and number one in the land at this point. In the land as the best team in the land. Then the Celtics on uh, Friday night played against the Orlando Magic, and it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't even that close of a game. They end up winning this one, 124 to 97, basically. So no Jason Tatum, no problem. And Taco Fall even came in and did some minutes. He even almost shot a free pointer. Yeah, Taco, a big guy like Taco shooting a free pointer. Yeah. <clears throat> So the Celtics increased their record to eight and three and increased their win streak to five games at this point. So awesome. Very good way to come back after being down or being out for five days because of COVID reasons. They come back and they didn't look rusty at all. And so here we go. So here are your top performers, Jalen Brown with 21 points, uh, Jeff or, um, semi Ojale with 18 points. Jeff Teague with 17 points, Peyton Pritchard with 16 points, and Marcus Smart with 14 points. So awesome. Very good. Yeah. Taco Fall almost shot a free. Yeah. But they made it too because his foot was on the line, uh, on the three-point line. But still, I mean, still what a cool moment. All right. Celtic football played against Livingston on Saturday afternoon. And once again – the game ended in a draw, so they lose points on that as the score, as this one ends in a 0-0 draw. But, no, yeah, so no one scored. So there's no point going over anything because there was nothing happened. Yeah. So what does this do to Celtic? All right, well, they're still in second place behind Rangers, um, but the lead has kind of increased a little bit by uh, 66 to – 45 points. Rats. Yeah, darn. So in the end, it's still a draw. I mean, it is in the loss, but at the same time, you still want to win these games because they will kind of help you in points kind of deal. You know, that's kind of the thing that, yeah. Yeah, darn. So what's going on? I actually been hearing something about their uh, manager, their uh, GM. So apparently, hold on. Let's let's look this up. Yeah. All right. All right. I also kind of did see that there. Uh, I also kind of did see that uh, Neil Lennon wasn't at a uh, Saturday's game. It looked like um, 
One of the assistant coaches was uh, coaching. So yeah, so wow, he really is uh Yeah, he really is kind of getting it. Wow. You know, Lennon. So yeah, he's getting attacks from from the media and stuff like that. Wow. And they are getting a lot of positive tests. And there's just a lot of articles. We just have no time to read them. Well, yeah, it's looking like trouble in paradise. And, uh, yeah, especially with their uh, manager, yeah, Neil Lennon. And what do we do? I mean, seriously, this happens every time we add a new team after they won a championship. They have that, like, hangover year. What is going on? Yeah. All right. Chelsea football played again Ful or Fulham and – there was basically nothing there. Chelsea football, it almost kind of looked like they were going to end in a draw too. But thanks to Mason Mont with his goal, Chelsea football ended up winning this one 1-0. One one or is it 1-0? Yeah, 1-0. We got to say 1-0 because that's, yeah. All right. So here we go. So here we are. As you're, uh, as I said, your Mason or uh, the only goal was a Mason Mont goal within the 78th minute. So basically, yeah, that's about it. So they're getting back to their winning ways, and right now they are seventh in the English Premier League. Man, Manchester United kind of has come back. Well, oh, Liverpool is not in first place. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. Especially since, yeah, especially since the Red Sox are, you know, I'm about to say, yeah. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, for the Red Sox news, uh, we forgot to mention this too. So, Corey Kluber will not be coming to the Red Sox after all. Yeah, after he did work out, he did through a bullpen, but it's looking like that he decided to sign with the Yankees. Um. And I thought this would have been a no-brainer decision because he lit, his home is in the greater Boston area, so he would be close to the home. But it looks like the deciding factor was one of his former pitching coaches was um, is on the New York Yankees staff. So I think a pitching coach or a bullpen coach. So that actually was kind of the deciding factor. Rats. Red Sox just gonna make any moves this offseason, or we're we just gonna sit on our hands all the sit on our hands all week all offseason. Yeah, because I don't know about you, but I kind of want to make some moves so I can improve this team so we can get back to maybe World Series contention or maybe win a World Series in the next five years or so. Well, whatever. What do I know? All right. So the Bruins played against again against the Devils and they did go into overtime again, but it became a different result in this one as the Bruins end up winning, losing this one in OT or 2-1. to one. So it wasn't really an actual regulation loss, but it was an overtime loss, so they haven't really lost in regulation yet. So here we go. Here are your scores. 
So to begin with, uh, New Jersey got on the board first with a 1-0 uh, goal in the first period with 16 minutes into the first period. And then in the second period with 17 minutes into the uh, second period, Patrice Bergeron had a shorthanded goal to tie it up 1-1, and that's where your score would be all the way up until the end of regulation. And then with four minutes into the – or basically with time winding down into the overtime, New Jersey scored a goal to win it 2-1. to one. That's where your final score would be. The Bruins are 1-0-1, so basically one win, one win, zero losses, and one overtime loss. Which it should be, it just be one and one, but yeah. It usually just depends on points. So the Bruins are, let's see, in now the East Division, they are fourth place um, with a 1 1 0 and 1 record. Let's see how many points that puts them. They have three points at this point. Leading the division right now is the Washington Capitals. Darn. How much time do we got? 25 minutes. All right. Well, we're uh, five minutes or so. All right. Maybe we could probably wait until uh, we could probably go to break and then come back and then wrap up with the news and stuff like that and then talk about another book report that we just did. So, yeah. So, we'll go get into that and then go over fancy and stuff like that. All right. So, don't go anywhere. All right. Bye. All right. We are back. To wrap up with news and uh, scores. All right, so here we go. So in news on Saturday, it's the Red Sox have decided to bring back Martin Perez as he agreed to a one-year $4.5 million deal with a club option for 2022 worth $6 million. So Perez Day is back. Perez Day has returned. Awesome. And way to bring the guy back because actually he was basically the only pitcher on the 2020 pitching rot or pitching rotation and staff that actually knew how to pitch. So so it is pretty good to bring him back. Well him and Tanner Hauk, but yeah. But he only pit what Hauk only pitched like a few or a few games this or three games this season, but still I meant yeah. Yeah. What we kinda need right now is like guys who can really pitch. And that's what this offseason will be leaks you and just get pitchers. So good way to bring him back, especially a guy who wants to be a Red Sox for life. I actually heard that he grew up a Red Sox fan in the Dominican Republic and uh, idolized guys like Pedro Martinez. So, yeah, it was kind of neat to have him meet Pedro in spring training this past uh, or this uh, past season. So uh, Boston uh, College play or Boston College hockey played against uh, Merrimack and they end up winning this one. And keep their winning streak two two as they win two or two to one, so very good against Merrimack, NBC. All right, so here we go. So um, uh, or Eamon uh, Powell got a goal for uh, BC to make it one nothing. Then uh, Danny Wit or Danny Waite got a goal for. BC in the second period to make it two nothing, but then Merrimack got a goal to kind of even the score, a power play goal in the third period with time winding down to even the score at one. But BC held on and won this one, uh, two to one, and increased their record to 
seven and two. Seven and two, it looks like, or six and two, or seven. Yes. That might have been their record now. Huh. We'll we'll look it up. We'll see. Yeah, I might have just given you some misinformation. All right. So, all right. So, Gonzaga played uh, St. Mary's on Saturday night, late Saturday night. And it almost couldn't look like St. Mary's would have pulled out the upset early on. But then Gonzaga got back into their rhythm. And they end up winning this one, escaping with a 73-259 victory against St. Mary's. So awesome. Very good. As they still remain 14-0 and and still number one in the land. So awesome. So your top performers. Um, here we go. So not a lot of 20-point game or 20-game uh, people. So the highest was Corey Kittsburg with 17 points. Uh, Joe IA with 16 points. Um, Jalen Suggs and Drew Timmy with 14 points. And then eight points was um, Aaron Cook with eight points. I know an Aaron Cook. Or a uh, match baseball with at Heartland. Yeah. Yeah, our shortstop, one of our starting shortstops. Yeah. Aaron all Aaron Cook. Yeah, same spelling too. Looks like it. Yeah. Let's see. So moving on. So Celtics played on Sunday afternoon against the New York Knicks. And do we need to go over this game? Honestly, as you probably already know by the tone, the losing streak end up or end up or the losing streak and or winning streak ended with a loss. But it wasn't just loss. It was a stomping by the New York Knicks or not even that good. I don't know what happened in this game, but here's your final score. And don't be surprised. Just hold on to your britches here. Knicks 105 Celtics 75. They, this basically this game matches their second worst uh, home loss in franchise history since 2007. So since during the 2006-07 season, this is how bad. Yeah, if you're already playing a game or have, or you already have a loss that actually is reminiscent to a loss that you had in your one of your worst seasons, then something must be wrong. I don't know. May it just was a bad day, but yeah. Here we are. Let's go over the box score. They just did not look like. They just fell off. They weren't contesting. They weren't. Uh, contesting uh, or weren't a uh, or uh, or were allowing uncontested shots, turn the ball over, getting beat on the boards or the or uh, rebounding. It's just a lot of stuff. They were just not making their shots on some some points. All right, so Jalen Brown was your lead scorer with twenty five points. Then Marcus Smart with ten points. Uh, Kemba Walker, yes, he came back in the game. He almost came back out of the game. He almost had an injury, but he basically came back in. He had nine points. So Kemba's back, 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 back again, again, again. Javante Green with eight points. And then uh, Daniel Tice with seven points. So, yeah, so there was just not a lot of scoring. And they were seven for 46 from the three-point line. Wow, so they only made seven seven three-pointers. What's going on? All right. 
So currently, right now, they are still first in their division with an 8-4 record. In the conference, they are now second behind the Milwaukee Bucks after that loss. And right now, they are the four, basically the fifth best team in the NBA right now. So yeah, so yeah, that was so that was not a great Sunday afternoon. But to finish things off, the Boston College hockey or Boston College hockey did get another win against Merrimack, and it looked like it was um very close game too against Merrimack. But we'll get into it in a little bit. Here we go. So here we are. Um, so Trevor. Contour got a goal for uh, BC, the Boston or Boston Bruins prospect got a goal to make it one nothing BC. Then a power play goal by uh, Merrimack tied it up one one in the first period. And then a sh- or S H what's what's that? A short handed goal by uh, Nikola Nintrensko got a, to uh, make it two to one BC. Then basically. Uh, Merrimack got two goals to uh, take the lead, three to two. So not really great. For period, looks like they're going to lose. Then Logan Huntsko got a goal. I believe he also got his one hundred point two of his career with the uh, BC. So pretty good. So good for him. So he ties up the game three three in the third period. And then a power play goal by Mark McLaughlin to take the lead for BC four to three. And then with time winding down, Matt Boldy got a goal for. BC, I think an empty netter to make it five to three, uh, Boston College as they end up winning this one, five to three. Your final score. As they're now as okay, so yeah, I was right. So they're eight and two to start the year, and eight and two in the hockey hockey East uh, division or yeah conference. So very good, awesome. Yeah. So that is your. Final scores and news of the week. All right, so here we go with the book report. So I did finished a book last night about uh the bo- or uh um about uh the Boston Red Sox 2018 team and how they use homegrown talent to build that team. As it's uh, Alex Spears' book, uh Red Sox stat- or a uh, statistician um person, uh, Alex Spear. Let's go over it. homegrown, how the Red Sox build a championship from the ground up, build a champion from the ground up. So to begin with in the book, um, the oh, – come on now. Here we go. All right. So basically the book talks about the 2011 draft, how people like – or players like Mookie Betts, um, Jackie Bradley Jr., Matt Barnes, Blake Swihart, oh, got drafted, and how they basically – that one night where they had to get all the signings for rookies done in time, how that was kind of a hectic night. The transition of uh, the minor league transitions of Jackie Bradley Jr. and Xander Bogarts, how they basically transitioned in the minor leagues. The bridge years of uh, 2012 and how that was not a great year. And 2013, how they basically came from worst to verse and won the World Series in 2013. <clears throat> Mookie Betts minor league transition. Or Yan Moncada's time with the Greenville Drive, which at the time was a Red Sox low A affiliate. I think it's now high A affiliate now, but I could have been wrong. They kind of switched them and uh, Salem Red Sox or the Salem Red Sox from high A to low A. 
Dave Dombrowski uh, replacing Ben Sherrington as Red Sox uh, head of the front office or basically president of baseball operations. David Price signing with the Red Sox in the 2016 season, how that was kind of David Ortiz's last season. Um, Andrew Benintendi's minor league transition, talked about that a little bit too, went in depth of that. Uh, the 2016-27 offseason moves and how they made a lot of moves and basically traded some of their homegrown talent to or to um, get people like Chris Sale and stuff like that. The 2017 season and how the how the clubhouse was basically a mess and how that was not really great and how it ensued May 2017. Even though they won the division, they still kind of – it just didn't feel like a division-winning team. It kind of felt like a team that just did not make the postseason. Yeah. And then Rafael Devers, minor league transition. Alex Cora, a.k.a. my manager, Section 10 reference. Uh, being named manager of the Red Sox, the 2018 regular season, and how it was a regular season like no other in Red Sox history, as in record break or breaking records and milestones. And finally, wrapping up with the 2018 postseason and how the Red Sox dusted or dusted the Yankees in four games, the Astros in five games, and the Dodgers to win the World Series in five games. So it was great reading this book and reliving some of those glory times of 2018, of the 2018 squad, and seeing how homegrown minor league talent like Jackie Bradley Jr., Sander Bogarts, Christian Vasquez, Mookie Betts, Andrew Bar or Matt Barnes, and Andrew Benintendi and Rafael Devers were instrumental in bringing the Red Sox their ninth franchise World Series title and fourth in the 21st century. You can also say that some of the homegrown talent that they had too was like Moncada, uh, Manuel Margot, um, Michael Kobeck, and others were also instrumental in requiring guys like Chris Sale, Steve Pierce, Nathan Ivaldi, and Craig Kimball, who helped in bringing a twenty or bringing that twenty eighteen title to Boston. So it was just a really great book. I really do recommend it. Go check it out. It's Alex Pierce's book. Uh, Homegrown, how the Red Sox build a championship from the ground up. So very good. Alright. So fancy sports, we'll get into that. Then we'll kind of wrap things up. It's a uh, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, we kind of want to honor Martin Luther King and yeah, what he meant to uh preach nonviolence and stuff like that, to bring uh racial equality, racial equality and social justice. Very good. So awesome. Yeah. So what we plan on doing today, probably not much. Probably just um probably watch a documentary about the Red or Red Sox fandom, Royal Rooters. Which by the way, if you kinda wanna know why the show is the Royal Rooters, um, we named it after the Royal Rooters uh fan club back in the early nineteen hundreds for the Red Sox. It's called the Royal Rooters. And how they were instrumental in winning the World Series for the Red Sox in 1903 and 1912. How like they're kind of a rowdy group of fans. How they basically were made up of working class Irish Amer Irish Americans in Boston at the time, and how they were um, run or basically how they were like led by uh, a, another Irishman named Nuffsen McGreedy, who basically yeah kind of like made Red Sox fandom what it is today, and it was pretty neat. It's kind of I kind of want to see the documentary, kind of why, yeah. yeah. 
pretty neat. All right, the deck. All right. So fantasy, here we are. ESPN fantasy. So here we go. All right. So here we are, the basketball. So the McMen, they are 4-0 right now. And uh, so they won their game last night or yesterday or this week. And now they're playing team marks this week. And so no score so far. And then uh, the Boston Toms, they are 4-0. And beating team, I cannot pronounce that. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. All right. So we're also 4-0, so that might be a challenge. All right. Uh, Kai's annoying. They did lose this week's game, so they're now 3-1 and one and playing uh, Grandma Sugar Daddies. Okay, this is a w very weird name, yeah. Who are undefeated, so that might be a challenge. All right, go up for glory. They're playing against – or they are 3-1 and one right now, so they won their game this week. And um, they are playing against Sir Nose de Vato Funk. That's a very weird name. Um, so they are now – Oh, or so, uh, so they are uh, three and one, and still no score there because the game hasn't really started. All right, Stan Mars, they are on a one game losing streak, and uh, so they're one and three and playing Team Stink 2.0. Then the boys of the old brigade, they are one are on a one game losing streak and are one and three. So they lost their game, and they're playing Martian Hoopers, Hoopsters, um, in this this week. So yeah, a lot of that, a lot of teams didn't really do well this week because a lot of guys were out because of COVID. So yeah, so you know, nothing you can really have done about that. Yeah. All right. And then here we are. So for hockey right now, and then we'll go to break for um wrap up with ESPN and then go to break. I want to get some water or something like that. And then wrap up the show with uh Yahoo Fancy and then go from there. All right. Um, Tyrone Biggums, they ended the week with a 1-0 record, so they're on a one-game win streak, and playing. And now they're playing uh, Team Priest, or Priesters, um, who are also 1-0. So, yeah, go over that. The Kyle Bravloskis, they finished the week 1-0, so they're on a one-game win streak, and they're get, playing against Team Dom Jan, and uh, so they're one so, – um, who are also 1-0, so that might be a challenge too. The Boston Toms, they're on a one-game win streak, too, as they win this one. Um, or so they uh, win against their game this week. And now they're playing Team Reynolds, who are on a one-game losing streak, so that might be good to get a win. The boys at Carmichael, they're on a one-game losing streak as they lost this week's game or last week's games. One, so, or one, last or – I can't talk. Um, so they're 1-0, one, 1-0. Oh, one oh. Uh and then they're playing against Team uh, Slatino, who uh, or Shaltino, or I can't pronounce that name. As they play, all right. So anyway, so they're one oh and one, so they're not doing good. So all right, all right, it's a good time for a break. All right. All right, so we are back. All right, for Yahoo Fantasy, wrap up the show. Yahoo Fancy, and then we're just going to wrap it up for this week. So, no baseball fancy yet. Should be, like, starting up pretty soon. All right, so here we are. So, for basketball, 
South Park Lawyers lost their game, so they are now one and three to start the year. And this week they're going to play against a team or a Ronald's team. So hopefully they'll get a win there. Then next, uh, KG's the GOAT. They won their game, so they came back and won their game against uh, Jarvis's dandy team. As they uh, So, yeah, so very good. So they're now 3-1, and one, so very good. And now this week they are playing against uh, Fortin's uh, Thames, so very good. So, But they are projected to lose this one. Uh, not great. Got a transition. Um, no. I am not trained Jochik. All right, Compost Ferrets, they uh, ended their game in a 4-4 draw, so they are now 2-0-2. Um, so two wins, zero losses, and two ties. All right, so good. Awesome. So they end up with the draw, but still, yeah, it kind of does hurt them a little bit. So they play uh, Funkadelic. Is that how I'm pronouncing that right? Funkadelic? Oh, that's a very weird name. A lot of these people, I mean, yeah. It, the creativity counts. <laughs> All right. NBA or the Ringer NBA, they lost the Americans this week. And so they are now one, one and three. I believe, yeah, one and three. So they are going to play Wonder Woman this week. 1-0. All right. So nice name. Yeah, nice name for that. All right. The Podrick Pierces, they uh, once again haven't won a game so far, and they lose this week to Mamba Mentality. So they are now 0-4, and, and this week they are playing against the uh, Dream Team. So, yeah, it's kind of looking like, too, they'll lose this one, too. Man, 5-0. and Man, we are doing the honor for Podrick Pierce. All right. The Average Joes, they lost to Stomcats. So they are now one and three this week, and now currently, right now, they are um, going to play against uh, Michigan Pistons. So, and they are well, they are projected to win. So they will possibly get back and uh, win a game, make it three and two, two and three. Hopefully, we can make that happen. All right. So for hockey, um, Char is the goat. So. Um, Currently, right now, they are um, winning or losing against the uh, Go Pens Go five to four. So, looking like yeah. So yeah, they keep this up. They'll be zero and one. So not great. All right. So let's. What is this? All right. So it's a tree. Okay. All right. All right. So the Channel Four News team. They are right now beating a. Uh, Shy Hawks will win or Shy Hawks will return five to four. So, all right, awesome. <clears throat> Very good. Sean McDermott, they are um, right now beating Peter's Primo team nine nothing. So, awesome. Very good. So, they might start the year one and oh. All right. And then finally, the Spitting Chicklets, they are beating a team four to three so awesome right now so they're doing really good except for charles the goat they are everybody in the yahoo fancy hockey is doing well awesome
<clears throat> so very good, very good. All right, that ends fancy hot or uh, fancy uh, sports for now. So yeah. <clears throat> so as we said, we kind of want to give a little bit of a tribute to or uh, say a little few things about Dr. Martin Luther King since today is Martin Luther King Day and what he meant to a uh, fighting against uh, not or non or fighting against racial injustice and. Uh, against racial injustice uh, through nonviolence as saying like nonviolence would be a way to an end. Basically as you, if you want something done, do it the nonviolent way kind of deal. And we do want to uh, say that we do honor what Dr. King brought and what he meant to, especially after what happened last year with the uh, stuff like that going on, like how, if you want and that's kind of how um, he wanted to say or wanted to bring uh, fight racial injustice is do it the nonviolent way. So, yeah. So, hopefully, yeah, we do honor Dr. Martin Luther King on day where we do honor how great of a man he was. So, that's how we end the show. Yeah. That. All right. Anything else? All right. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. All right, follow the show on Twitter at um, Podcast Royal, and then follow my personal Twitter page at JunkyardDog92. We will have that in the details of the episode. And then follow the show on Instagram at uh, RoarRooters1992. We'll have that in the details of the episode, too. Follow the TikTok page, but I'm not really sure what's going on with the TikTok page. We'll try to figure out something. We'll still have it up, but I'm not really sure where we're going to go with that. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Public, and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast from. It doesn't matter to us. And with that being said, I believe that about do it. All right. See you guys um, next Saturday or this Saturday. Or, well, actually, we could probably take a week off. We could probably just take this next week off. We'll probably just do that. We'll just take this next week off. All right. So, see you guys in a couple of Saturdays. Banyana. I've cheated and I've lied. I've broke down and I've cried. I've got nothing to hide no more. I've loved and I've hurt. Broken people down with words More grace than I deserve for sure Known to be crazy, known to be wild Mama had herself a little devilish child Be no stranger to the troubles at my door I've been at the wrong place at the wrong time Chasing all the wrong things most of my life And every kind of loss that you can't find But I got one thing right Been the kind of guy girls mamas don't lie Running with the wrong crowd on the wrong nights Cause I've been wrong about a million times But I got one thing right You Oh, I
through my pain. Get those patient while I change. Never even crossed your mind to walk away. When I was getting crazy, reckless and wild, acting like my mama's little devilish child, it took a heart like yours to find its place. I've been at the wrong place at the wrong time, chasing all the wrong things most of my life, and every kind of loss that you can't find. But I got one thing right, been the kind of guy girls' mamas don't like, running with the wrong crowd on the wrong night. I've been wrong about a million times, but I got one thing right. You I've been wrong about a million times, but I got one thing right. I got one thing right. I've been at the wrong place at the wrong time Chasing all the wrong things most of my life Every kind of loss that you can't find But I got one thing right You're the kind of guy girls' numbers don't lie Lying with the wrong crowd on the wrong night I've been wrong about a million times But I got one thing right You You're still here? It's over. Go home. Please go home. Go.